Coca-Cola Company, Keurig Dr. Pepper, and PepsiCo are bringing consumers more choices with less sugar than ever before. From sparkling, flavored, and bottled waters to zero-sugar sports drinks, teas, and sodas, consumers are taking advantage of these choices. In fact, nearly 60% of beverages sold contain zero sugar. To learn more, visit balanceus.org. What's up, all you horror movie fans and night owls? We are broadcasting live from spooky Southern California on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, the Fringe FM. It's finally Fridays, ladies and gentlemen. 
Can you believe it? It is Friday, October 7th into the 8th. I want to welcome everybody tonight to the Jess Rogie Show. Make sure my audio is going in here. This is part of the Fringe FM Late Night, which is five nights a week. You get six hours of live Fringe talk on the Fringe.fm. Fringe FM Late Night starts at 7 p.m. with Troubled Minds, hosted by Michael Strange, followed by Lighting the Void with Joe Roop, and then this show, The Jess Rogie Show. You know, this is a show for people who want to explore a variety of topics to try to find out more about the reality that we live in, because there's so much that's being hidden. And I believe there's so much more in the world than we can see with our eyes. So much more to be discovered. So, what are you guys doing on Halloween night? Well, maybe you want to visit from the doctor. Dr. Stein, a, mani- a maniacal surgeon committed to performing horrific experiments on others, is taking over his asylum to resume his experiments in a modern retelling of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. What's a better way to spend Halloween, guys? The Diabolical Dr. Stein Horror Show, or Halloween Horror Show, is Halloween night at 7 p.m. Pacific. And you guys know what? You guys get 20% off if you use promo code JESS. That's J-E-S-S. Use that today. And if you guys want more info, you can head over to thediabolicaldrstein.com. I'm going to drop that in both the Discord and the YouTube chat for you guys tonight. Let me drop that into the YouTube for you guys. Hold on one second here while I do that. Okay, we got that dropped in the chat for you guys. If you guys want to click on that, check it out. You can get your tickets at Eventbrite uh, tickets, or, or actually you can get your tickets at DiabolicalDrStein.com. I just dropped the, uh, the link in the chat for you guys there. And if you guys want to help support the show for the price of a cup of coffee, you guys know I drink a heck of a lot of coffee. I got a brand new cup here tonight. But you can head over to buymeacoffee.com backslash Jess Rogie, and you'll be able to support the show for as little. I mean, I guess for only five bucks, the price of a cup of coffee, right? It's not that bad, guys. You can also head over to my link tree in the description for other ways to donate. We also have PayPal and Cash App. And all your donations, guys, help support the show, pay for apps, and other costs associated with putting the show together. So I want to thank everybody who donates. I also want to give a shout out to all the patrons. Russ, Barb, Clown Baby, Tommy G, Anthony, and Serge. Thank you guys so much. And if you guys can't support the show monetarily, you can help support the show by sharing and liking the show on social media and sharing it with friends who may enjoy it. So, guys, we have two amazing chat rooms going on tonight. First of all, we have the Fringe FM Discord, which you guys can join if you head over to fringe.fm forward slash chat room or you can go to fringe.fm and scroll down to the bottom of the page and look for an icon that looks like a game controller or mickey mouse's pants and you click on that and that'll give you an invite and you'll be able to hang out and chat with other listeners on the fringe fm we also have the youtube chat tonight going on let me say hi to everybody in there we got david gosling what up david hey sylvain hey brian thanks for joining us hi josh who else do we have in here we got Dragon Rose. I swear I saw Grant in here. Grant Levac from Down Under. We got France tonight with Sylvain. We got David in the UK. We got Grant Down Under. Thank you guys so much for joining all around the world tonight. Dragon Rose, thank you so much for hanging out. I think we got Spooky too. What up, Spooky? Thanks for hanging out. 
All right, let me get, I think, got a little bit here, and then we're going to take calls tonight. And you know what, guys? I have, and we got Booma over in Discord. What's up, Booma? I'm so freaking excited for tonight's show. I don't mean to yell, but I'm a huge movie nerd. And, you know, when I was growing up, I don't know about nowadays, but it was weird for a young girl to be into horror, right? So I didn't talk about it much. But now, now we're in a place where we can finally talk about it and it's normal. It's normal. So people say, I'm going to answer your question. Is horror fringe? Well, F yeah, it is, guys. There's so many people that I've met that are into these topics that we talk about on the Fringe FM and on my show and all the other great shows on the Fringe FM. But they got onto these topics through film. They got introduced to a lot of these ideas and a lot of these hidden things, and it inspired them to look a little deeper because of horror films, guys, because of horror films. So that's one reason I like horror so freaking much. I rewatched one of my favorites today I hadn't seen in years uh, it's a cult classic. We're not going to reveal that till a little bit later, so stay tuned for that, guys. But this show has connected me with so many great horror fans, and I got so many messages and emails from people that wanted to send me their horror picks and the stories connected to them. So we have a lot of those tonight, and we also have special callers calling in tonight. We're going to bring one on in just a minute here. It's a surprise caller. And also, before we get into it, Next week, guys, we're doing 90s. So 90s kids, get ready for those 90s movies. You know we're going to be talking about Scream and probably The Crow. Yeah, sure, guys. That's horror, too. But this is my favorite genre. This is the base. I think the 80s is just like the golden era of horror. Tonight, we're talking about Freddy, Jason, Michael. You know, all these people with normal names where they became scary. So tonight we're going to be taking calls. Oh, we got Daryl in the chat. Welcome, Daryl. Thank you for hanging out. And we got so many people already dropping what they love in the chat. So we have a surprise caller on the line tonight. A 80s horror aficionado. Someone who has a hell of a lot of VHSs, guys. This guy has VHSs, DVDs. He's got the most massive horror collection and a big fan of 80s horror tonight. On the line, we got Alex Exum, host of Live Talk, right here on the Fringe FM, which is live every Tuesday. Oh, my God. If you guys are so excited, Alex, when I talked to him, he was like, yo, Jess, I really, he's like, I love horror. I was like, you got to come on. You got to share with me your favorite horror. So let's bring on Alex. Let's see. Alex. Jess, thanks for having me, baby. Cakes. I am so excited. I know I've been looking forward to going over your favorite 80s horror picks tonight well i've got a pretty decent list but i gotta be honest with you just looking in the chat uh i saw david gosling's yes first comment there and he made me think about like 10 other films because his was rad hey, hey you just put that up there that's cool yeah. how'd you do that god you, you, you're so good at this stuff it's just scream scream it's scream yard no it's whatever you're really good and i by the way i just tipped you not tipped you i bought you a coffee because I, I didn't know about coffee? I just bought it because you just—you're the first person to put me onto this. I, I got to set up a buy me a coffee too. Yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. I never it's heard nice. of buy me a coffee. That's cool. So I it's, bought you a coffee. Oh, but thank um, you, Alex, I'm gonna drink it right now. I never heard of that. Um, but David's got like Videodrome, Reanimator. I mean, some cr scanners which I forgot about. Yeah, I mean, some really great, great horror. So he made me think of ten others that I'd like to. <laughs> So how do we start this? Because you have such an insane list, I'm sure. 
Well, I don't know if people know my, I mean, they know I write horror, I think, because of the Halloween show I, I do yes. every year. But I I have been a horror fan since I was a little kid. So I was a latchkey kid, Jess. I was yeah. the kid that when VCRs came out and before VCRs, I'm going way back for you younger kids, but before VCRs were like popular and not as exp- inexpensive as they were, um, they were like a lot of money. So people rented VCRs at the grocery really? store, believe it or not. Yeah. Really? So there's a place in Encinitas, California called Alpha Beta. And yes, I remember big, Alpha Beta. you remember Alpha Beta. And okay. my mom would rent the big VCR in this big hard case and we would have slumber parties. That was something kids did, you know, when kids still had slumber parties. I don't know if they still do that, but me and the boys, you know, we'd, we'd come over and watch a movie and, the first real scary movie I ever saw was a slasher called prom night and it scared the crap out of me as a kid, but I learned to enjoy them ever since. And I have been a like, I don't care if it's seventies, sixties, eighties, not even today. I mean, I still watch horror, but I'm especially an aficionado as you know, of the seventies and eighties and I have yes. a massive DVD and VHS collection and I'll stop. There. Massive, massive. It's pretty big. It's pretty big. And I have VHS that I still buy, believe it or not, still shrink wrapped. I sent you some pictures you and, did. <laughs> and, and people, cause people are like, you have VHS and still collect it because I can only get it. And a movie that I watched today, I'm dying to know what you watched today. Cause I watched something today in preparation. What did you watch? What did you watch? Uh, should I tell you now? Uh, I don't or know. I it in? I'll tell you now. You asked. Okay. 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 I watched it. I didn't watch it on VHS, but I have it here in my hands on VHS. One of the only nerds who still has VHS. I watched Wes Craven's, and it's the much hated by many, but I love it, Shocker, which if you've ever seen Shocker, have you seen it? Shit, I don't even know Shocker. You haven't seen Shocker? It's a, not, no. not many people liked it. Now, people know Wes Craven for his other films, right? Nightmare. But, yes, but Shocker was like a one-off. I think he hoped it might be kind of a, a hit, and it was a box office dud. Now, it holds up, I think, very well. After, you know, how many years it's been? When did this come out? 19, I think 89. But it was a really hardcore horror movie where the villain is not walking around uh, like a snail, like Michael Myers or or Jason, right? Where they just walk and then suddenly they appear out of nowhere. This guy runs around with a knife and stabs people. You know what I mean, Jess? That kind of... It's the um, because it's it's the Westworld um, Yule Brenner walk that they (laughs) got that from. The, the 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 slasher saunter where it's like they walk this week at macy's find your new favorite jeans with 40 percent off levi's looks for him and her just in time for spring or use your coupon or macy's card and take an extra 15 percent off handbags and wallets already 40 to 50 percent off and take an extra 10 percent off great furniture and mattress deals too Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. And now, another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. That doesn't sound good. Paper shredder's jammed, but I think I... fixed it. Oh, well, try shredding these $50 bills, then. Seems like it's working. Mm, better try another 400 bucks. Stop. Instead of using money, use regular paper. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Slow. You can't see me. My hands are doing slow. Yeah, slow. Oh, I should go to the... I'm sorry, I'm not looking at the chat. 
Oh, you're not on there. Sorry. No, I'm seeing your avatar. But Shockers are well, like a well-hated film that I love. So I'm sure most people in the chat are like, Shocker, that movie sucked. But it's one of those films that is so campy. Like there was a lot of unintentional laughs in it. And I think there's one scene where a little girl's involved, Amanda, where it was a little controversial because she's got a, you know, it's like a body snatcher type scenario where the little girl is possessed by the killer and she says some filthy things and is driving around in a bulldozer. But it's, it's that kind of crazy 80s, right? So, and you got to remember, this is a time when Hollywood was doing handstands in cocaine, right? So, oh, you have my- this where, this you where all these movies, that's where all this craziness comes from, right? right? Because, I mean, you can only come up with a movie like Shocker during the 80s with the slick, dazzling veneer of the 1980s. So that is one of my all-time classics. I watched it today just to make sure I wanted to keep it on my list. I was like, do I want to really mention this one? Because most people hate it. I said, yeah, I'm going to keep it on the list. So that's not my number one, though, Jess. What would you watch today? I watched, and it was so fun. I um, I watched Killer Clowns from Outer Space today. Ah, a classic. I haven't watched that in so long. If you guys haven't watched it, it is, I don't know, it's among the first few that I was able to watch, right, and not get scared. It's because I think it was so comedical. Comedical? Comical? Comical. Yeah, it is. It's silly. It's so silly. Like, if you guys haven't seen it, I have a picture somewhere here. Let me see if I can open the picture for you guys. I mean, even the alien clowns are just kind of like Muppety, I I guess is the best way to put it. They look like people with latex masks and Halloween suits. Right, right. It's so bad. It's so freaking bad, but it's so fun. It's so fun. And this is only something that somebody in the 80s could have come up with. This stuff is weird. Yeah, you can't do it today. And people who try to recapture that kind of 80s camp and schlock, it just doesn't work. It, it just it doesn't work as far as I'm concerned. I've seen people. Oh, no, we lost Alex there for a second. Let's see if he comes back. Uh-oh. Alex. We may have lost Alex for a second there. We're going to see what oh. happens. He, oh, there he is. Oh, okay. No, yeah. Sorry. I was talking. I was babbling in the in the dark. Um, Did you, did you have the DVD of this? I do not, but I was looking at it Streaming and I think it? I can get it. I need to, yeah, I streamed it and it was in really bad quality. So I'd like to see a DVD, at least a DVD quality version. Or Blu-ray. See, that's one of the reasons when people laugh at me and they say I have VHS and Blu-ray and even still DVD. I still buy DVDs, even though Blu-ray is available. I try not to, but there's only some movies you can get on DVD. It hasn't had a blue a proper Blu-ray release. Or VHS. I've got some stuff. For example, Shocker. You can't stream Shocker. You cannot stream it. You can't stream it. Uh, Evil Dead, which is on my list. We'll get to that. You can't stream it. Like, you've got to have a copy. Or you've got... I see. I love how you do this. Yeah, Sullivan likes Evil Dead. By the way, I just got to say something. Because I know... I want to hear what your other... You and your other fans think. Because I am still shocked that I forgot to put, which David Gosling did. Is he, any relation to Ryan Gosling? Is he that handsome? Oh, but anyway, I don't, I don't know. Actually, he looks like a he. I call him polar mustard, uh, mustache polar bear. David with the mustache polar, mustache bear. polar bear. The He's thing, the, the fog, the Lost Boys. Now the Lost Boys Lost is an absolute. Boys. But I didn't put we it on here because I technically don't call, consider that a horror movie, even though it's a vampire. That's more like to me like the newer vampire movies. What is it? Moonlight or what is it? What What are the new ones? Twilight. <laughs> Moonlight, 
<laughs> Sunshine? Mo- moonshine? Yeah, Twilight. I-, I could never get into those, but The Lost Boys. I mean, wow. What a film. And, I mean, so I want to hear what your audience has. Just, I don't want to go through my list first. I want to hear what your list is. You want to hear my list? At least oh, give me man. at least one of them. You're going to give me okay. at least. Oh, God. You know, one in the top. Okay. You know one what the- I did is I went through like the whole decade <laughs> and then I like picked movies. I was you like, okay, I, like that. I know. So there's a lot. So let's, let's go. But you know, I, is, is clowns is, is uh, the, the clown movie. That is one of, that's okay. one of my favorites. It is, it is because it has that memory of me being able to sit there as a child and watch it on TV with nobody else there. And I was fine. That's why How old were you when you saw it. God, I don't know. It's like I remember just watching it on TV. I must have been small. It was in the summer one year. It was just on TV one day. And I was sitting in the living room and I just remember sitting in the air conditioning watching this clown movie. But I must maybe, God, I was a, probably under 10, I'd say. Yeah, that's about but, the time. Yeah. Okay. That sounds about it. wouldn't yeah. scare you too bad at 10, right? No, no. But what? And then, um, but the very first movie, I think, and this, this, and I don't know, it's kind of, it, it, it's, it's a genre mashup, right? Because Predator is kind of horror, kind of sci-fi, Love and also action. Oh. And um, I think because it had, you know, it, it was so actiony, right? It wasn't like the, like they were scared, but I never felt like Arnold was really that scared, you know. So I think having the main character be able to take him down. I was like, so it's not that scary. And number two, the predator would never go after me. So also <laughs> not scared. <laughs> ah, I see. So you like scary movies that don't actually scare you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, 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 I like you movies know, that scare me too. <laughs> like, could you sit through the exorcist? I did. And I even watched the theater re-release a few years ago. And I'm going to okay. tell you this, Alex, it didn't scare me one damn bit. Really? The exercise? Because that's usually the one that most people can't get through. Mm. No, because I think I'm not, I'm not Christian. I'm not Catholic. None of that scared me. Yeah. I think it depends on your religion too, right? Like yes. some Catholics just go, oh my God, anything about the devil and, and, and demons. But for some reason, that one really, really got to people. Now, I think a much scarier film is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? That yes. is more terrifying because is- it's so real, right? Yes. No, seriously. It's 100%. And then I don't know if you've seen Texas, because a lot of people haven't seen it. One of my favorite classics, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. Have you seen this? No, I haven't seen two. Oh, my God. It is is the most insane film. It's like they made the sequel, of course, in the 80s, right? You know, I don't know, 15, 20 years after the, the original one. And guess who it stars? Dennis Hopper, believe it or not. What? Dennis Hopper? Who is... Yes, and he is a, by the way, he is totally coked out in this movie. And he has two (laughs) chainsaws that lumberjacks use. These things have got to be like 12 feet long. I don't know how he wielded these things. It is the most insane, crazy, bat poop, crazy pants movie you've ever seen. You have to see Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. I'm telling you. Okay, okay. You have to see it, Part 2 is awesome. (laughs) <laughs> it, it, it may be a little scary, but it's so campy and over the top gory that I, I think you'll get right through it. It's not like the, the first one. The first one still scares me. I'm trying to think of like uh, what movie like bothered me. the. Mo- I got to think about that. But Alex, tell me another one of your favorites here. I want to hear one you of want yours. You want to go through my list? Because I know you got other people. I don't want to because yeah. I'll talk all night. Now you got the. Okay. Let me just go through my 
top five, and then I changed them like 10 times. Okay, okay, okay. Can I, to, can I do some honorable mentions too? Yes, yes, you may. All right, I mentioned one of the top five, and I'd say this is about number five, Prom Night, 1980, right? That's like Jamie Lee Curtis at her best, I think, right after the Halloween craze. Um, yes, and yeah, and if you haven't seen it, it is fantastic. Now, this is a twofer because that's number five, but I guess it would be 5A and 5B because Prom Night 2, Hello, Mary Lou. That is the sequel made in 1987. Seven years later, Bat Poop Crazy Pants, you got to see it. And I have that VHS. That's in one of the pictures you have there. It, I have the sealed copy. That's going for like 200 bucks on eBay. Are you but, serious? Oh, yeah. Some oh, of these right here it's right here let me send it to my some of the vhs i have like some of these tapes go for a lot even some of the out of print dvd but prom night and prom night two you've got to see them if you haven't seen them absolutely crazy then i would say number four only because i saw it in the drive-in movie with my mom and friends and couldn't believe i saw it slumber party massacre have you seen that jess i've heard of it but i've never seen it these are these are a little like i think they're more scary yeah they are and this one, I have three copies. So I'll give you a copy next time I see you. We met. We never told the audience. We finally yeah, met. Yeah, did you guys know years. that me and Alex met? I'm like, <laughs> we had coffee. But, um, we had uh, coffee, and it was so awesome. Actually, was, no, wait. Vietnamese coffee, to be exact. Vietnamese coffee. Rad. You got, and, and, you know, it was so cool because me and Alex have been working together, God, for years now, right? And we, we talk all the freaking time, right? And this was the first time we no. Here's the other thing, guys. You're exactly Alex, what I expected, by the way. I know, and you're exact, and, and it was like exactly what I expected of you. I was like, "This is Alex. This is exactly exactly it." Let me see. Do we have? Yeah, there were. There's no. I guess there's no candy coating. Uh, your or I eyes persona. I mean, I think we're pretty authentic on here because you're exactly yeah. what I expected. Yeah, right? <laughs> and you're like, you're like, no, this is this. That's exactly how I, I am. Like, doing the same thing, you know. Uh, anyway, um, here, let me see. Yeah, if I, I thought we had to mention that because we met friendly for the first time in years. We met, and it was so much fun. And we're gonna we're gonna meet up again. Here we go. Look, we'll have more Vietnamese Alex. coffee. Have more Vietnamese coffee. There I we are. That at that vintage store that we walked That's into. True. Alex bought this schmancy hat here. So let me let me give you number three, which I already told you because it's you probably already guessed. Shocker, nineteen eighty nine. Uh, yes. That is an absolute classic. I already went through that. Now here's one. If you haven't seen Jess, tell me. I think you'll like. I like. I just happen to like bully type revenge stories. Okay. Okay. And this to me is like the ultimate. But nobody knows this film. And some people saw it in the 80s. It was on television late night a few times. They'd show it on Halloween, like, you know, the television Halloween movie of the week. Remember those? Beep, 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 CBS movie of the week. And it's an amazing actor named Clint Howard. If anyone knows, shout it out. Oh, I know Clint Howard. Clint Howard. Isn't that Ron Howard's brother? He is a fantastic actor. And very few people have seen the actual uncut version it was always censored of course on television but even the theatrical lease was censored because it was so damn gory and it is an absolute treat if you haven't seen it please go try and find it you'll never be able to stream it it's one of those anchor bay dvds i bought because i knew i'd never be able to get it and it's called evil speak evil and yes you have to see it there's more decapitations in this in like the first five minutes right but it's about like a, it starts off with a Satan worshiping ritual, ancient ritual. Then we flash forward to this 
unfortunately, kid getting bullied at a military academy, Clint Howard, fantastic performance when he's probably only like 17, 18. I'm not sure. He might have been in his 20s, but they made him look like high school. And this is why it's so rad and it's so perfect for the 80s and today. He uses a, he finds these archives and this uh, satanic book used in the rituals and uses a computer. Like this is when the eighties were just starting. So the, the computer graphics are all cheesy and everything, you know, on the monitor (laughs) and he's interacting with this demon like computer that takes him over and he goes on a Carrie esque rampage at the end. That is so gory and delicious. I don't know how there's man eating pigs. What? There's decapitations in a church. It is just an absolute bonkers ending and super gory. So if you want to see a horror movie this Halloween that you could, everyone can enjoy, uh, Evil Speak. Check that's it out. Family, that's a family-friendly one, right? <laughs> I don't think many people know that one. A lot of people forget about Evil Speak, and they just haven't seen it. Um, and then I'd have to say number one, and then I'll number quickly tell you my runner-ups. Okay. Uh, and this is a two for again, because it's really hard for me to choose between the two because this is the first time in like the history of films where the second is almost, or if not as better than the first one, you know what I mean? Almost yeah, like Empire Strikes Back and Star Wars. But this yeah. is Evil Dead. Evil yes. Dead 1 and Evil Dead yes. 2. I mean, that's yes. gotta be my all-time favorite because I can still watch it every Halloween, either one of them. And I love those movies. Enjoy them, but it was hard because I'd have to say a close runner-up to number one would be Return of the Living Dead. Ooh. Have you seen that? I haven't seen it. My brother's been on me to watch it because I'm a, oh I'm my a God, Romero fan, so I just kind of stick with the Romero stuff. This is really, it's 80s, right? It's very yeah. 80s. It's not like the 70s versions of the Living Dead series, but it's the first one where it's like, it's all, the characters are so 80s. It's like the the preppy, the punk rock person, Almost like the stereotypical 80s characters that we ha- oh, we all hated in high school. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's great. And it is just a fun, ridiculous movie with a lot of actually big-name actors, surprisingly, when you see it. And I, I got to run through. Just, can I just say a few real quick that I, I were got, on my list? Do you want to hold on real quick so we can take yes, a break? Go. Yes, Okay, okay. Somebody else cut me off. Okay, all right. Okay, okay. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more with Alex. Alex is going to finish his list. So hang on, Alex. I'm going to put you backstage again. Wendy's two for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items, like Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave Single, Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, if you're into that. Chicken Sam, crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. This week at Macy's, find your new favorite jeans with 40% off Levi's looks for him and her just in time for spring. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 15% off handbags and wallets already 40 to 50% off. And take an extra 10% off great furniture and mattress deals too. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. All right, guys, stay tuned. we got a quick break here. We'll be back with more on the Just Rogie Show live on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe F. Mysteries of the universe, the unknown, high strangeness, consciousness, and our human potential. 
Lighting the Void is an eclectic program that strives to ignite the late night with stimulating conversations. Join us on the Fringe FM. Yohoi there, it's Gigi from Shift Happens, and you're listening to the one and only Fringe FM. Well, at least I'd imagine so. I'm not sure how else, uh, you know, you'd be hearing this. Musicians experience a lot of frustration with music marketing and promotion. They have no idea how to get their music heard, and they're spending hours sending emails, making phone calls, and hitting up their friends to promote them. With our industry-powered digital marketing platform, we can set up your media plan in minutes. Our team will automatically distribute your music across all the best channels, so you can focus on actually making the music. Submit your music today on our website at mymusicpromoter.com. That's mymusicpromoter.com. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Hey there, this is Jess, host of the Jess Rogie Show, and you're listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, Fringe FM. If you suffered in silence or experienced stress from a paranormal experience, even if it happened 20 years ago, when thinking or talking about it today still makes you feel sick to your stomach or makes your heart beat faster, or you suddenly can't breathe, maybe you even feel those old familiar signs of a panic attack trying to reach the surface. You could have unprocessed emotional responses. Those reactions of terror and trauma are no different than living through a horrible assault, childhood abuse, or a terrible car accident. It can be nearly impossible to find help. The very instance of seeing a ghost or encountering a cryptid could be clinically described as seeing or hearing things that aren't there. You could be considered psychotic, or at best, you're just not taken seriously. Out of a growing mountain of research, the National Institute for Integrative Healthcare showed that 8 out of 10 veterans who completed just 6 one-hour EFT sessions no longer tested positive for PTSD. If you've had paranormal trauma, you can contact Metaphorical Archaeology by calling 214-995-3754. Again, that's 214-995-3754 for a discreet consultation. Thousands of people are having paranormal experiences with ghosts, demons, shadow people, dogmen, Bigfoot, and more. Their stories need to be told, and they are being told. Dark Waters, a renowned storyteller, invites you to join at imdarkwaters.com. For just a few dollars a month, you can listen to some of the most hair-raising and compelling stories on the planet. You'll have access to real-life stories told by Dark Waters, thousands of hours of content. Their encounters are being told and told by the best at imdarkwaters.com. Listen to stories like The Rabbit Man, The Dogman Encounter in Silas, Alabama, The Man with No Face, The Other Woman, A Day Ahead of the Devil, Dogman Murder in Hurricane Ida, even a story of someone trying to kill a dogman. Louisiana Water Demon Stories. Sign up today and become a member at imdarkwaters.com. That's imdarkwaters.com. Different FM. 
This is the Just Rogie Show. We are talking 80s horror tonight. Hell yeah. This is so much fun. We got Alex Exum in the house. I'm going to bring Alex Exum back on. Alex has been sharing with us his more than top five horror. <laughs> Sorry, Jess. I, I'm going to go. Know. No, I want you to, you have, no, finish your list. Finish I, I'm going to go because I know you have people to come on. So I'm going to run through this, but I, I have okay, to tell you this. You I, have just to lo- I just look, cause I know you haven't seen it. I've went and found, cause I, unfortunately I duplicate stuff and I have three copies of Slumber Party Massacre. One of these is going for a lot of money, but I have a copy for you, a sealed copy. So I'm going to give you the next time we're together, you're going to get a sealed yeah. copy of the out of print, highly highly collectible oh, slumber party massacre okay and then uh you can open never open it are you sure and, i should open it or should i just keep it in the box i mean I, I i've got one you know i've got one that's open and i could give you one to watch and then one to keep because <laughs> that's how that's what i would want but it's up to you and i also have another one i'm going to give you because i've got a couple dupes here so i'll surprise oh, you with man. that one but so i want excited. you to see slumber party massacre let me run down these because you've got other people waiting okay. okay go 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 karen black in trilogy of terror gotta see it Ooh. Happy birthday to me. That's with Little House on the Prairie. I forget her name, the blonde girl. What's her Laura name? Laura Ingram or something? Is it no not right Laura. Now. No, you're right. That's not not Laura. Uh, Melissa Sue Anderson. Okay. Uh, the, the pretty little blonde from uh, Little House on the Prairie. It's kind of weird seeing her in a horror film. Also, yeah. Christopher George, Andrew Pine in Grizzly, which is basically a, it's basically a grizzly bear. So Jaws Ooh. or, you know, Jaws in the Forest type thing. Um, one that people might have seen. It's a kind of a classic, but may not. Pumpkinhead, absolute yes, classic. I know that. Yep. Okay, great. And another one that's funny, not scary, but campy and perfect for Halloween. Frankenhooker. It's a stitch. Got to check that one out. And also, this is one nobody's seen. Trust me, because it's a, an Aussie film that nobody's ever seen. I have the totally yeah, awesome un- in the chat. He might have. Aussie films? Okay. I have a uh, totally uncut and uncensored version, first time in America, of Nightmares. Now, there's several Nightmares uh, horror films. This is the one with Jenny Newman, and it is an absolute sleazeball film of total slasher fun. So you got to see that. And also the final film, I'll just, if you're interested in kind of monster movies, go check out Prophecy. That's another 80s. You've never seen Prophecy. It stars um, 1979, actually. So it's a little before the 80s, but technically it's kind of 80s. And it stars uh, Adrian from Rocky. And it's, yeah, it's a nuclear kind of, or let's say chemically altered bear that, you know, eats the, you know, tainted water from the forest and goes absolutely crazy and kills a bunch of people. So big fun, Jess. I know I got to go. You got other people waiting. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. This was so fun. You did them. You got it. them all. You you did well. You got them in fast. I know we could have gone longer, but thank you so much, Alex. Thank you, you so bet. much for calling in. It was talk to you soon. Thanks, Jess. Talk Smooches. to you soon. Bye. Bye. Oh man, that was awesome. But you know what, guys? We got another caller on the line here. We got a surprise guest for you guys. We got Miranda Young, Ghost Biker. Hey, thank you for having me on, Jess. Thank you, Miranda. Thank you so much for calling in tonight. I am so excited. I'm sorry it was a little running over, but you know how it gets when you're talking about movies. It just gets too exciting. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, I have the same problem because I'm such an 80s nerd. I'm an 80s girl, 80s nerd. And regardless of what 
type of genre of movie it is, 80s movies are the way to go. And nothing beats 80s horror movies. I love them. I love them yes. so much. They're just so great. So what is your absolute, or I guess maybe not the absolute. Oh. Let's start with one you like. Uh, you know, so I caught the end of the conversation with Alex and I have to agree on Slumber Party Massacre. Um, oh, this yes. Is so I remember that one because I have an older brother and uh, this is this is your quintessential 80s horror movie with your sex, drugs, nudity. You have it. That's that's this movie. And my brother, I remember him renting it from the VHS store when my parents were out of town. Of course, essentially, right? be essentially because of the nudity. And so, uh, I mean, I was I was so young at the time. And um, I remember watching that and it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> it was, you know, it was one of those because I would have parties, you know, with my friends, we'd have sleepovers. And so, um, you know, you, I mean, it's got, I mean, I don't know that, that was one that scared me and really stuck with me because then also at the end, you know, you, you kind of have that comedy a little bit too in the middle, because there's, while the other women are getting killed and you've got uh, the one chick that's like hiding in the closet that somehow gets a machete and all of a sudden she pops out. And next thing you know, she's, she's you know, she'll hit the dude and then she runs off. And when you least expect it, you know, you almost totally forget about her and then boom, she pops out and, uh, you know, is, is, uh, going after the killer. So it's, it, I would have to totally agree that that is, uh, that is one of my favorites. That is awesome. See, that's two for, okay. Well, good thing Alex <laughs> is going to give it to me. So give me a copy so I can check it out. Cause I've never seen it. Yeah. And I probably wouldn't have if it hadn't have been for my brother. And that really, you know, being so young at that point in time, I mean, I love all your classics, you know, your, your Friday the 13th, mm -hmm. your, your Hellraiser, your, your Nightmare on Elm Street. I mean, those are great. Evil Dead for, for yes. certain. Um, the Shining. Yes. Stephen Shining. King movies of that time. I mean, he They're released. Just... Yeah. The Pet Cemetery. Um, yeah, those, those were ones I really liked. I also remember, um, you know, going down to my grandmother's and cause we didn't have cable as a kid. Mm -hmm. My grandma had it next door. And so, um, I can remember going down with, uh, with my dad and brother and watching wrestling and <laughs> wrestling from the eighties yes. and they would always have the the advertisements for the scary movies and one of them uh early on that i saw silent night deadly night wow and that scared me because as as a young kid seeing you know a person dressed up as santa claus to murdering <laughs> exactly <laughs> it was it was traumatizing <laughs> um, so i remember i remember Staying, staying up late, staying down there and, and catching that movie. Uh, and that one, that one, of course, really kind of stuck with me as well. Um, you know, not, not particularly gory or anything, just scary, you know, for a kid. Um, a couple, a couple of the, okay. So this one, I don't know if you've heard of uh, Cannibal Holocaust. 
No, I think I've seen the name, but I've never seen it. <laughs> okay. So, so awesome. that one, that one kind of hits, um, you know, it's, it's one of those, you know, how gross can you get top? top Ooh, is this is one of those Italian ones, huh? Yeah. Yeah. From, from 1980. And, um, it was one of those, um, I don't know if you remember the traces of death and faces of death. I remember faces. Of, well, I don't remember it because I never watched it. I was very lucky to never watch okay. it. Okay. And that was, that was one of those, like when you would go to the video store and you would the, go take the little key ring up there to, you know, give it to them to, to rent. They wouldn't rent it to you if you were a kid. Um, <laughs> Because because some of those were they were sort of supposed to be like snuff films or or ones that uh, were were based on real. This was that same sort of thing. The violence and stuff was just so extreme that uh, people didn't know if it was real or not because it was so so gory. Um, so it, I mean it's pretty sick, but you know that's one of those. That <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading about it now. I'm like, oh, so it's supposed to be like a documentary film. Ooh. Right. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Um, and, and so I kind of, for myself, I kind of teeter along the lines with, you know, with those 80s movies of the ones that, uh, you know, ex extreme gore, um, mm -hmm. dead alive. Now that one was right around 1990, I think, uh, right at the turn. But um yes. I remember the cover for that. I remember seeing the cover for that all the time. Yeah, that was the one where he straps the um, uh, straps the lawnmower onto his chest when when the zombies are uh, so so essentially he gets bit by this uh, this rabid rat or what have you and and it turns people into these these uh, pus oozing zombies. They're not really zombies, but kind of like zombies. And so they're kind of coming at him. And so one of the ways he stops them is he straps a lawnmower to his chest and just walks into him. And uh, <laughs> again, <laughs> as bloody and as gory as as, uh, as you can get. And so, um, so for me, I really kind of started to like those, you know, those tops. When I would go to the grocery store, you would see the Fangora magazines. Mm -hmm. And see, you know, the makeup art and love the uh, makeup stuff from how they did all that. I was so interested in special effects makeup from all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it, especially back then. I mean, it's almost like the makeup, the special effects were so bad that so, uh, you know, the great makeup made up for it, you know. Yeah, I mean um, it's the makeup that they were able to do in the eighties. I mean, that's when we had like, you know, Freddy Krueger and that, that was scary. Yeah. Because it, it seems like now to me, it's really hard for me to get scared whenever I'm watching these, these different movies that are out now, unless it's something more along like the religious horror, those kind yeah. of, kind of creep me out, you know, being in the paranormal and, and mm -hmm. experiencing different things. Um, those and the psychological ones, those scare me. Um, I don't like as far as like, yeah, as far as like actual horror from today, you know, I, it's, I think it totally misses the mark. And the whole problem is, is when you see that character, you know, mm -hmm. like when you're watching some of the, some of those movies, like, um, 
you know, darkness falls or, mm-hmm. or one of those where there's a buildup until you see the character. And then it's like, oh, it's kind of like a letdown. I think today it's for me, it's almost so difficult to, to scare me or creep me out with some of the characters that they have. Now, going back into the eight, these eighties movies, um, I don't know. I don't know if it was because I was a kid or, or if it was just the, almost like the freedom and the liberty that they had in these eighties movies. So much. Freedom. I just thought they were so scary. Um, killer clowns from outer space. You know, um, I love it. I love it. It's so good, guys. If you guys haven't seen it, it's so good. It's yeah, so the, the cotton candy cocoons, you know. Yeah. Yeah. See, they've got they've actually got those costumes now. Uh I saw one in um I can't remember if it was Spirit or if it was one of the other Halloween stores. And oh, they're so cheesy, but they were so creepy back then i love it that's what i love about them so much i've got another screenshot here i'll show you guys of they've actually got the the cotton candy gun (gasps) you know know, it's making a comeback there's a game a video game coming out and uh at uh, universal studios hollywood i'm trying to go so hard for their halloween horror nights they have a killer clowns area and i'm just like i want to go so if you guys want to donate to the show (laughs) that's right send jess to the killer clowns i'll I'll Uh, video it i'll live stream while i'm there guys you guys will get content you can watch it they have a yeah come on guys i gotta see killer clowns they got the the clowns walking around they're so great i just laughed when i watched this today (laughs) (laughs) it's it's such a blast from the past because as a kid i remember remember watching that one um, I, I enjoyed as a kid, I enjoyed Fright Night. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, Creep Show. Um, yes. and you know, Creep Show, I mean, that one that gets that same, um, 80s horror comic vibe, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, you know, I mean, uh, that was of Stephen King, I believe. Um, and then The Howling. And mm-hmm. werewolves. Yes. Like I said, I've, there's there's so many on here. Um, <laughs> yeah. Again, again with the Stephen Kings, I I really liked those at that time. And uh, for so me, from that time, I don't know about. I haven't connected with anything now. More current I, films. No, me either. I mean, I I think I kind of stopped around. Uh, the time of the Tommy knockers. I think mm-hmm. I sort of um, kind of, I mean, they're good, but again, I mean, modern. Um, but when you look back and you've got like uh, Christine and mm-hmm. um, gosh, I'm trying to think, like I said, there's, there's so many, um, you know, when you look at what he did in the nineties or excuse me, in the eighties um, that those were probably my my most absolute favorite along there with uh, Evil Dead and Slumber Party Dead. Massacre. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, you can't forget the Lost Boys. 
Lost Boys. Lost Boys is like such a classic. I think it's going to be one that I need to rewatch like this weekend because I haven't seen it in so long. And in the tone of Lost Boys, did you like Monster Squad? Did you see Monster Squad? I did see it. I and I, I liked it because I mean that because that made me think of it. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're both great movies. I love them so much. They're I just... mean, I never. It, for me, I mean, that was kind of one. Um, that was kind of one that I, it's hard for me to think of that as horror. Yeah. Um, you know, because for me with horror, I tend to think of like the over the top, um, you know, main character and blood and gore and and um, you know when you when you think of your classic horror characters, you know, Jason, Freddy all of those so i never really i never really thought of it as horror um but it just you know just creepy um but as i got older and and you know really kind of started to appreciate more than just the blood and gore and guts um you know i really kind of got more of an appreciation for it yeah oh, it's so uh, you know there's just so much about these movies that are I don't know why they're so fun. Why do you think these horror movies are so fun? I mean, who doesn't like being scared? <laughs> That's what it um, is, right? I mean, that was that was for me. And then, like I said, now it, it almost seems to be more of a challenge. And sometimes I kind of shy away from from the horror movies of today just because just because it, it is so difficult to scare me it's really the ones that um you know that you don't see that that character because i think i don't know if it's like you've become desensitized or um you know maybe like i said maybe as you get older again the living tend to scare me more than the dead and i think that's why the psychological ones scare me more today mm -hmm. but back yeah. in the 80s i mean those those I would have nightmares or, or not sleep for, you know, a, a, a few nights after watching those. And I think that's probably why I just think that I just think that they were, I don't know, they were better back then for sure. They were so much better. Can I share with you my ridiculous dream as a child? Yes. I like combined so many horror movies, right? So I'm in the psycho house, right? <laughs> And it catches on fire. And as I'm trying to like run through the rooms in each room, it's like Freddy Krueger's in one room, <laughs> then Michael Myers, and then Jason Voorhees. So I just started combining all these horror movies into one ultimate nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what they should call it. The ultimate nightmare. Right. That's the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was uh, oh, Freddy invade my darn dreams. That's a scary thing. You don't want to dream of him. Yeah, and but you know he had this comedic aspect, and I think, and you see that in in a lot of these these uh, the those older horror movies like that is they they kind of had that outrageous, but also kind of had that that comedy side, and you know it's it's almost like mixing. I'm trying to think of what the horror movie was it may have been prom night um you know where they combine like disco music and the killer scenes and to me that was so creepy because it's two things that shouldn't go together 
Yes, it's it's. Oh, I see. It's like see now. I gotta watch prom night because Alex was talking about prom I night. I think it was oh. prom night. I'm trying to remember. It, it was they had. It was early on, and there was a scene. I'm trying to remember because I think I'm getting a couple maybe mixed up. But there was a scene where there was this uh, uh, blood and gut scene that happened with this disco music playing, and so it's kind of like the same thing. You've got that mix of comedy when you're supposed to be scared and it's just two things that just doesn't really go together. And so to love me, it. that's just creepy. <laughs> no, I love that so much. I kind of like it when, when they mix things like that, I think it makes it, it more eerie and creepy, but so much more fun. And it was, I just think because it was more, I mean, now, I mean, what we're, what 40 years past the eighties, right? And yeah, <laughs> it seems like has everything been done? Because it's like now it's like, you know, even like we're speaking about modern horror, too. And mm -hmm. it is very different. It, you know, it is very different. The, like I got a little scared when I watched Nope, but it was because mm -hmm. I had a claustrophobia effect, not because mm -hmm. I was scared of like the monster or anything that was happening. It was just a scene that made me felt claustrophobic. But that was it. Well, yeah. And of course, I mean, that kind of plays on the, and to me that goes into the psychological because that yes. plays on each individual fear. You know, that's like, for me, um, I've always had this irrational phobia of dark water, dark stormy water. And mm -hmm. I can go in the ocean, no problem. I can go in dark water and I can, you know, kayak and stuff. But as a kid, I couldn't, and even today, I can't look at pictures of mm. like photographs yeah. of dark stormy water it shocks me and it's i forget what it's called it starts with a t but it's an actual phobia and so those psychological thrillers i feel like they play on your individual phobias or individual fears like that in a psychological manner more so than um you know what those the movies did back in the day of course you know i mean psycho made people not want to take a shower jaws made people not want to go into the water you know yes. and of course i think those were what 60s and 70s yeah 60s but yeah um, last week <laughs> yeah and so um so the 80s i mean the 80s it's like they created the it was kind of almost like a rise of these individual characters you know that were yes. were in the movies with you know with jason and freddie and and Michael Myers, all of those. So um, I'm with you, though. The the newer ones of today, I don't even really watch a lot of them because mm -hmm. um, they just they either just don't stand out to me after I watch them or it's it's the stuff you can't see. And it always seems like they're wanting to recreate, you know, the older movies. So to yeah. me, that tells me that a lot's already been done before and they're going back to the classics because why else would you go and remake it or yeah. remake the shining? You know, why would you, you know, do that if, uh, if they weren't already, uh, you know, classic and, and good. And I, and I tend to find that even though you've got this amazing CG, um, I don't, I don't think that uh, it stands up to, the bad, uh, the bad graphics of the night of the eighties. 
I love the 80s practical graphics. When we come back, if you want to hang out, I'll I'll share some of mine with you, Miranda. Absolutely. I'd love to. Okay, well, hang out. We're going to take a quick break here, and then uh, we'll be back with Miranda Young. We are talking 80s horror tonight, guys, and then we'll also read a couple of your guys' favorites. I got a whole bunch of emails, people sending me their favorites. We're going to talk about some of those, too. So stay tuned, everybody. We will be right back on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Let me press that commercial button for you. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. It never dawned on me how much walking I used to do until I bought a house in the suburbs. Like when I'd say, I'm going for coffee, of course I was walking. But now it's like three miles, and no latte's worth that. I find myself inviting people on walks with me, like it's a scheduled activity. This morning, my neighbor asked me what I'm doing, and I actually said, I'm going for a walk with Nancy. Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. If you're looking to get a new car, you could really cut expenses by bundling your car and renter's insurance with Progressive. Sure, you love your old car, but you know it's not normal to give instructions on how to open the window. It should be self-explanatory, but it's not. And notice how when you're in other people's cars, you can feel cushion in the seats? That's pretty nice, right? No, it's just normal. So bundle your renters and car insurance with Progressive and put the savings toward a new car. It's time. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. Thousands of people are having paranormal experiences with ghosts, demons, shadow people, dogmen, Bigfoot, and more. Their stories need to be told, and they are being told. Dark Waters, a renowned storyteller, invites you to join at IamDarkWaters.com. For just a few dollars a month, you can listen to some of the most hair-raising and compelling stories on the planet. You'll have access to real-life stories told by Dark Waters, thousands of hours of content. Their encounters are being told and told by the best at IamDarkWaters.com. Listen to stories like The Rabbit Man, The Dogman Encounter in Silas, Alabama, The Man with No Face, The Other Woman, A Day Ahead of the Devil, Dogman Murder in Hurricane Ida, even a story of someone trying to kill a dogman. Louisiana Water Demon Stories. Sign up today and become a member at IamDarkWaters.com. That's IamDarkWaters.com. Yo, hi there. It's Gigi from Shift Happens. Just stopping by to tell you to stop it. Stop that. Stop that thing that you're doing. And redirect all of your attention right directly back here to the Fringe FM. You're welcome. Musicians experience a lot of frustration with music marketing and promotion. They have no idea how to get their music heard. And they're spending hours sending emails, making phone calls, and hitting up their friends to promote them. 
With our industry-powered digital marketing platform, we can set up your media plan in minutes. Our team will automatically distribute your music across all the best channels, so you can focus on actually making the music. Submit your music today on our website at mymusicpromoter.com. That's mymusicpromoter.com. Hey there, this is Jess, host of The Jess Rogie Show, and you're listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, Fringe FM. Tyler, host of Black Hoodie Alchemy here on the Fringe FM every Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific Time. If you suffered in silence or experienced stress from a paranormal experience, even if it happened 20 years ago, when thinking or talking about it today still makes you feel sick to your stomach or makes your heart beat faster, or you suddenly can't breathe, maybe you even feel those old familiar signs of a panic attack trying to reach the surface. You could have unprocessed emotional responses. Those reactions of terror and trauma are no different than living through a horrible assault, childhood abuse, or a terrible car accident. It can be nearly impossible to find help. The very instance of seeing a ghost or encountering a cryptid could be clinically described as seeing or hearing things that aren't there. You could be considered psychotic, or at best, you're just not taken seriously. Out of a growing mountain of research, the National Institute for Integrative Healthcare showed that eight out of 10 veterans who completed just six one-hour EFT sessions no longer tested positive for PTSD. If you've had paranormal trauma, you can contact Metaphorical Archaeology by calling 214-995-3754. Again, that's 214-995-3754 for a discreet consultation. Boy, that escalated quickly. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, the Fringe FM. And I want to remind you guys to get your tickets to Dr. Stein. Dr. Stein is a maniacal surgeon committed for performing horrific acts on others, taking over his asylum, his experiments in a modern retelling of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. What's a better way to spend Halloween, guys? The Diabolical Dr. Stein Halloween Horror Show takes place Halloween night at 7 p.m. Pacific. You guys can use promo code Jess, J-E-S-S, for 20% off. You can use that today. Find out more at DiabolicalDrStein.com. This is the Jess Rogie Show. We got Miranda Young joining us, and we are talking about horror movies. Ooh, Apollo 11. Welcome back, Miranda. Sorry, before I just kept railroading through the intro stuff there. (laughs) Um, no, thank you. This is so much fun. I wanted to, so we had I wanted to read a couple here from from the uh from the listeners. And I noticed Apollo 11 said the cha- or changeling. I also got that from listener Chris Scarsborough. He said the changeling. Now have you seen the changeling? I've not. Ah, see, I have not either, so I had to look it up. I was hoping perhaps you saw it. But it's a 19 19- it's 1980 Canadian horror. Oh, no, this is it. It's a psychological horror film. That's why. Uh, okay. 
it's a cult check film. Yeah, it's a cult film, and they say it's. And according to this, it says it's one of the best horror films of all time. Huh. It was off my radar. Apollo Eleven says slow paced but super good. Oh, okay. When I look up the Changeling, I keep seeing a Clint. Seeing- I keep finding a Clint Eastwood. Oh no. Okay, do Changeling nineteen eighty. Okay. Oh, maybe. Okay. Apollo 11 says it's a ghost story. There we go. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I have to check that one out. I just Ooh, I bought from, um, uh, I'm trying to think of where it was that I, I bought it. I bought two of these. They're, they like have 50 horror movies on them. Mm-hmm. And they're some of them are kind of like your your typical just bad B horror movie. A lot of foreign uh, horror movies yeah. mm-hmm. on there, and uh, there was a lot on there I hadn't heard of, and some that were just again no real plot or no real story, just how gory can you get? And then some of them were um, a little a little hard to follow, but. Um, but yeah, I just bought, and so I'm trying to work my way through because I watch horror movies, whether it's October or not. But once right. October hits, uh, it's all bets you know, are off. It's horror movies. Exactly. <laughs> How many can I watch in an evening? You know, when I'm when I'm not busy. Um, so so I'm pretty excited about this because there's quite a few. One of them has 50 horror movies on it. I don't even know how you fit that onto a couple <laughs> couple. Right. DVDs, um, but and then the other one I think has like twenty five horror movies on it. Wow! So you got a lot of movies to go through. Shoot, I do. Awesome. I do. That's so awesome. it sounds like there's some that are um, kind of obscure too. Yeah, to, from what I found on there, there's there's a lot of them that that I hadn't heard of. So nice. um, I need to. Uh, if it wasn't downstairs, I would run down there and, and grab them and see because they're. I'm hoping there's maybe a few of these because I was just going through the comments and there's a few on there that I've not seen. Um, a lot of great ones that I absolutely love. Yeah, I'm seeing it too. I'm like, I haven't even gotten a chance to read some of these. I know, I'm, but people are dropping like great comments here. Uh, great movies. I'm trying to look for ones like dolls. I'm not familiar with dolls. Jennifer Hawkins says, have you seen dolls? No, I don't think so. Let's see. Definitely. Definitely Texas Chainsaw Massacre that I'm seeing here. Um, Yeah. There's a lot of Texas Chainsaw Massacres. Let me see. Yeah. My see my you want to hear see my memory and I told this last week and if maybe some people weren't listening last week I'll tell it again real quick, but my first horror experience was with a uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. My cousin, older cousin, had gotten a VHS, and uh, we were at my grandma's house and you know it was like a family party, so all the kids went in grandma's <laughs> room and watched you know a movie, you know so all the adults are in the other room. My cousin's like, you guys gotta watch this, right? I'm like, okay, do and he's probably i think he's 12 right he's a little bit older than everybody the, the <laughs> oldest cousin right of course he has that movie and he puts it in and i'm like what the hell is this no i didn't say that i was like <laughs> but this is scary it was the 80s so you probably did say that <laughs> yeah it's probably true right and then i went 
and my grandma's closet was like within like I could kind of peek out and like look at the screen a little bit but then I would go back in the closet and I kept every I was like oh no there's this woman is run this is scary I'm I'm not watching this so that was my first horror <laughs> well I mean that one I mean that one was that's quite a big one to cut your teeth on <laughs> as a kid you know and what I kind of think of when I start thinking about these movies are the late 80s almost right around early 90 was the 1-900 numbers that you would see on the commercial that you could call and you could talk to Freddie I know on the 1-900 numbers <laughs> or I um I mean obviously they had all the others but they would advertise them like on USA and some of those and uh, you could, I know, I can remember you can, because my cousin got in trouble for calling. calling. Yeah, his dad worked for the phone company. And uh, so he actually called and uh, was talking to Freddie on oh. there. And it was like one of those where it's like 99 cents a minute. Um, but uh, calling this, this is, this is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> what is and, and, and you know my my parents they would never let let me watch horror movies as a kid and i guess cuz they either thought i would get scared or or maybe because you know uh i think i guess at that time i mean yeah they they were rated r but i mean you could back in my hometown you could go to a rated r movie and be like 12 years old they didn't really check oh, they didn't really stop you <laughs> yeah they didn't really stop us when when uh, all these good movies were coming out um but yeah I can remember mom didn't like that so we always had to kind of sneak in or my cousins always got to watch them so they were always that older cousin they mm -hmm. you know would come to the house or whatever and they would and you know, they would have the scary movies I think I think the first one that I remember that they brought was was one of the Freddy movies yeah, I have a lot of I have a lot of nightmares about Freddy. But you know what? Speaking of Freddy, I do. I think Nightmare on Elm Street was a popular one in my um, from listeners. So let's mm -hmm. see. Yeah, so we got at least Adam Infinium. Adam Infinium says Nightmare on Elm Street is numero uno, and also Brothers of Rock, Alien Rock says Freddy Krueger scared the beep out of me because it was that effed up formula of everything having to go to sleep absolute genius he said yes it freddy i was so scared of freddy that i got scared i became afraid of robert england <laughs> like if you were like no. uh-huh yeah i didn't i didn't when i was really young like that if if they were on tv oh, i didn't man. really yeah, I didn't want to watch the show. Um, anything alien oriented scared me. I mean, honestly, this it's it's one of my absolute favorite shows because it does scare me. But when I was a kid, Unsolved Mysteries. I mean, that mystery scared the absolute poop out of me. Oh. Yes, that was. Uh, I couldn't listen to the music, and then what? if if I got past the music and his voice came on, oh, forget about it. Yeah, you that know, guy was scariest voice. I don't get it. It looks so scary. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I know that's not horror, but I mean, again, you know, eighties. I mean, yeah, just I mean, some of the best, best shows on there, and the stuff they would show on regular TV. Too. Oh my god! 
my God, what they would show on regular TV. Like people wouldn't be able to handle it. The things that we, you know, you're able to handle in 80s stuff, totally not now. Like, no, no. Like, there's a lot of stuff that would not fly, um, fly at all. Let's see. No, we got so many comments. We got so many stories. Let me read one more guest, uh, one more listener thing here. I got one from this one is from. Uh, if you guys know Gary Voorhees Jr., he's the president of UAPX. He was also aboard the USS Princeton during the famous Tic Tac incident. He says, Wendy's two for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items. Like <gasps> Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave Single, Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, if you're into that. Chicken Sam, crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price and participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. This week at Macy's, find your new favorite jeans with 40% off Levi's looks for him and her just in time for spring. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 15% off handbags and wallets already 40 to 50% off. And take an extra 10% off great furniture and mattress deals, too. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. So his his name is Gary Voorhees Jr. So he tells me <laughs> what do you think his favorite movie is. His favorite 80s score. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe... Uh, 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 Friday the 13th, maybe? Right? So he says Friday the 13th, and I almost typed, can you tell me why? And then I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, what's some of yours, Jess? Okay, so I'm going to tell you this, and there's and this one, actually, the funny thing is this one, I didn't like, it's an 80s film, but interestingly, I didn't love it until after the 80s. So one of my favorites is John Carpenter's The Thing. We were talking, you were talking about aliens oh, yeah. just a minute ago. Uh-huh. And, and all like I I love it so much. And I was and I, I've told this story a billion times, so I'll keep it short. But I was blessed to see John Carpenter come to my film school and do a screening oh, of the thing. And I got to, I, sat, I sat so close, I could see him. Oh, I mean, he's he's such a master, you know. He's a master, he's a master of horror. If you guys could see him, I'm putting my hand up in the air. This man, <laughs> master of horror, and he was so he's like he was so relaxed and chilled, but also like kind of like I don't know, like he he knew he was good. You know what I mean? Like he had, uh-huh. a little, and and you're like you know, but he is good. So you're like, no, you accept it. You're like, no, this guy's a master of horror, and it's a freaking honor to sit here and um and watch him speak and i did a show um uh, on weird hollywood and uh grant levac who was here earlier he is the biggest the thing fan i've ever met he's got like mm-hmm. props reproduct reproduction stuff his whole office is like done with the thing posters like oh. i thought i liked the thing until i met him wow yeah, now, the like, thing is fantastic, and I, I have to agree with uh, Apollo on that about sci-fi horror. You know, I've never like like if I'm sitting down to watch a movie, um, sci-fi was not really something that I 
would would go gravitate towards. But if I watched a sci-fi horror movie, um, to me those were those were the scary ones back oh, there in the in uh, the eighties because it it was it was a lot of things I didn't understand. And if I didn't understand it, it was it was really scary to me, especially when you're talking you know aliens and stuff like that. Yeah, I I I mean, I. The first time I saw the thing was with John Carpenter. <laughs> I was scared to watch it before. I was so scared because I don't like body horror kind of stuff. I hate, you know what I hate? Body horror. Like, like the fly. Guess what? I've never seen it. <laughs> I've, I've never never thought about that actually but um yeah i can i can totally see that <laughs> i just do not yeah so so that's my deep dark secret everybody i've never um revealed that i never revealed that one um <laughs> oh here's a good one um tommy g's tommy g's a great listener of the show he always has to listen on the replay because he works early but he says and this is one i have we haven't talked about at all and i don't know if this is one of your favorites or not he says, my favorite 80s horror is the original Poltergeist. The scene where the guy oh, starts yeah. feeling his flesh in the mirror, the evil clown doll, Carol Ann living in the static of the TV, the demon mm -hmm. possessed tree, a tree, pathetic, demon possessed tree in the backyard. He said that was scary stuff back in the day. And it, it was. Yeah. It was so scary. He said now, and then those lines, he brings up, they're here mm -hmm. and don't go into the light. And he said, those have become classic movie lines. So for 15-year-old mm -hmm. Tommy G, he says, watching Poltergeist after smoking some weed in a darkened living room <laughs> somewhere in South Florida, it was the scariest 80 movie, 80s movie. I will never forget it, but I still enjoy watching it today. I, I can totally agree with that. I actually have poltergeist on my list and my cousin she she looked just like um and, and then also you know when you look at the the story there were like cur a, a curse you know is yes. that one of the things they talk about yeah yes. because something happened to all of the different people who were who, who were on the the movie um that yeah is, i definitely have to that agree with that that is the weirdest thing too, because the girl, what the girl that played Carol Ann, like she ended up having some strange, uh, rare illness, and then she passed mm -hmm. away. Right? And yeah, then pretty young too, I think. Young, I think she only did the second, maybe the but what, the second or third. No, she did two more, and then I think she might have passed shortly after that. Mm hmm. Yeah, and. Um... Yeah, so my my cousin looked just like Carol Ann. Had that you know white blonde hair and really and blonde. all this and yeah yeah that was that was a creepy movie. One hundred percent. That was one of those movies I'd watch on TV in the daytime, and I'd be like, "This is freaking scary," but it's so freaking great. Was that a, that was Steven Spielberg, wasn't it? Yes, that was Steven Spielberg, and he did like he did such a great job with that. Mm -hmm. amazing yeah and i didn't realize i didn't realize that um the guy from coach uh, oh yeah, Craig yeah. 
yeah, I see as a kid, I didn't, I didn't realize till I watched it later in life, you know, that that's who that was. Yeah. Right. I was like, Oh, it's coach. It's coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so bad. <laughs> it's so scary. Right. It helps. It's just like, Oh, that guy's from a funny thing. Chris Jones <laughs> says they used real bodies in the pool. Really? And poltergeist. Yes. I've also heard that because I guess they were trying to get, they, the skeletons in the pool where the mom's in the pool and it's all raining and those are real yeah. skeletons. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I don't, I, I hadn't heard that. I would be screaming if I knew there was real skeletons in the water with me and they're like grabbing. Yeah. That was pretty well, cool. You know, it's interesting. And I don't know why this made me think of this, but I used to work with a guy who um, he was, one of his dear friends was a psychiatrist that um, worked with child actors who were in horror movies and yeah, in horror movies as well as in um, like real drama. And and she, uh, she talked about counseling. um, What was his name? Uh, Haley Joel Osmond. Osmond. Yeah. The boy. Yeah. And now, but went from six cents. Yeah, exactly. And I remember him sharing some stories and it was, it was absolutely fascinating because I thought, you know, I'd love to see if this woman obviously not tell stories on these famous actors or anything, but, um, but have her on my show because I I never really thought about at the time, just how seeing and experiencing some of these things could affect these, uh, these kids. And when you start thinking about, you know, real bodies in the pool, it's like, did, did the, did everybody know they were real, you know, (laughs) or even if they weren't, how would that affect them? Yeah. Like it's, it just, see, that scares the, that's so scary. And I don't, I bet you they probably didn't tell anybody. Probably not. That's probably why it's cursed. They were swimming with dead bodies. Like, come on. We got first but i think one thing that really freaking frightened me about that movie is that i always thought as a kid if you move to a brand new house no ghosts live there right so <laughs> when i found when i was like you're telling me the ground could be haunted because at that point all i had heard was right haunted house so mm-hmm. i was like you're telling me the ground could be haunted because I was like, Mom, we need to move to a brand new house just to be sure that there's no ghosts there. Oh, that went <laughs> out the window. Yeah, I mean, well, and that's why, too, um, you know, to that point uh, in, in doing paranormal research and doing, you know, what what we do with, uh, you know, Ghost Biker and some of these other paranormal teams and finding that out, you know, I was having a a conversation with my cousin the other day and and she was saying you know that's it really surprises her that I do what I do because because so many things scared me like that as a kid um you know reading the all those books because I mean anytime I could you know watch a movie like that or read a book in the library it would scare me and I would be up for days you know with some of the different stuff that I would see and hear and so it is kind of surprising to look that, yeah, I mean, because not a lot really seems to bother me today. Really I think sure you, you did all that training. You did all that. 
Desensitizing. Desensitizing since you were a small child. Like, this is what I'm going to do. Who knew, right? <laughs> did you did you always like uh, horror movies? I mean, or... I did. No, I I always liked horror. I'm I'm a very genre y person. It's like I like horror and I really like sci fi. Those are like my two top top genres of movies i could always watch well not all sci-fi but good not good like sci-fi. good sci-fi but not there's all there's a big difference in bad bad horror movies and bad sci-fi movies yes there's something <laughs> that like is so beautiful about bad horror right like that i love it. it's like it could be so horrible right but it's still at the end of the day it's good yeah, I don't know why. There's something about. I try to explain that to people who don't like horror. I say, but you don't understand. Like, you could make horror for five dollars in a paper bag, and you're still like, wow, that's a great horror movie, you know? But it's like, but no matter what, like, it's still good. Low budget, high budget, even like yes. high budget, not always great though too. But any any budget level, famous people or not famous people, there's just. You're going in for the story. You're going in for the ride, you know, and that's uh-huh. what other movies like action movies are fun. Right. But this is like a role like you're scared. You're laughing. You know, you have psychological damage when you go home, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's such an emotional thing. I mean, I guess the other I mean, when you kind of try to think about it and break it down, I mean you kind of hit the nail uh, the, the nail on the head there talking about that is it, it affects you in so many ways. I mean, I guess maybe a, um, uh, Nicholas Sparks movie maybe affects you in a weird emotional way. I don't know. I've well, never I, watched one. I, you know, I was going to say, I haven't seen one either, <laughs> so I don't know, but I assume they're romantic. Are they, they're romantic. They're romantic. And apparently people cry a lot in them. Oh. I don't know. Um, you know, I'm always saying, you know, I don't need that kind of emotion, but you know, it doesn't seem like I can watch a <laughs> sad, like sad Maria. I want to do that for fun. Exactly. I want to see someone die a torturous yeah. death, you know, not not uh um uh, you know have that kind of emotion. But um, you know, it I mean it does, it evokes so many different types of emotion that uh other movies other genres don't really seem to do. I mean, yeah, action is great and you may leave kind of pumped up, but it doesn't, it doesn't affect people the way that the eighties horror movies do. I mean, because I mean, this keeps people from sleeping at night or it keeps people, you know, from not wanting to, you know, answer the phone. I mean, I mean, I'll tell you, I was, I was sitting here working. I mean, cause you know, it's, it's three 30 here on, on the East coast where I am. I was sitting here working tonight on, on one of my upcoming episodes and uh, somebody rang my doorbell at what? 1230 this morning and instantly my mind went to the movie, the strangers, oh you know, I'm, God. I'm sitting in here and I'm like, uh, that was my doorbell, you know? <laughs> and oh it's God. like, you know, and like with that movie where they're, you know, they're, you're like, why? They're like, you know, well, you were home, you know? And so I was like, is it because what? my light was on? Was yeah. it a prank? You know? So, yeah. Ooh. I so like- I instantly went to a horror movie. Yeah. You of know, course. And that happened. Not that, oh, could there, could it have been a prank or could there have been, 
a car broke down outside and they saw my light on. So they were asking for help. It didn't go to that. I went to. Wendy's two for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items. Like <gasps> Dave single with a 10 piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave single, Dave single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade. If you're into that chicken, Sam, crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's, Dave's nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. And now another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. Well, looks like your luggage is over 50 pounds. Is there anything you can take out? Oh, yeah. Let me just toss all these $20 bills. Great. Let me grab you a trash can. Stop. Instead of throwing money away, move some clothes into a carry-on. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. It's oh, murder. my gosh. It's axe murders. Yeah, it's <laughs> <cold> murder. <laughs> and I probably won't go to sleep tonight because... I don't want, uh, you know, to be woken up at four in the morning with a, a doorbell ringing. No, and I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I don't want to either. The scariest thing. Th- th- here's a couple things before we go to the break. That sound pretty scary. Like a doorbell or a knock in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Laughing children when there's no children in your house. Like, that would be scary. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That scares me. Like that would scare the crap out of it. Could, that would scare me more than an alien showing up. Would just be like kids laughing. Like what the hell? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, I mean, because kids are just creepy anyway. But oh yeah, uh-huh. this for you guys on the way out to the commercial. Oh, do I have it? No. Okay. Hold on, guys. I want to see if I have it. We're going to break. So please hang out, Miranda. If you want, we only got one more segment. If you're not going to bed, you might as well hang out. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. As long as I'm not taking anybody else's spot. No, we've got one more really good story. And this is like the perfect story to, to talk about. And it connects to an 80s movie. When we come back, it comes from a listener. I think you're going to like it, too. So I want to tell right it to on. you. Awesome. So stay tuned, everybody. We will be right back. This is the Jess Rogie Show, live on KTLK, digital broadcasting, the Fringe FM. I want to find this little thing to bump us out because I know I'm going past a break. Joe's going to be like, don't go past a break. Yes. Let's see if I can find it here. I have it. It's so it, it's so perfect, guys. I had all these music cues set up for tonight, right? And um, don't know if I can catch it in here in time or if I'm just wasting time here and I can't get it on. Oh, man. And oh, here it is. Okay, guys. Let me do my Halloween-y kind of feel thing here. All right, here we go. Uh... As we explore the mysteries of the universe, the unknown, high strangeness, consciousness, and our human potential, Lighting the Void is an eclectic program that strives to ignite the late night with stimulating conversations. Join us on The Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, 
and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in paranormal talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS app store. If you suffered in silence or experienced stress from a paranormal experience, even if it happened 20 years ago, when thinking or talking about it today still makes you feel sick to your stomach or makes your heart beat faster, or you suddenly can't breathe, maybe you even feel those old familiar signs of a panic attack trying to reach the surface. You could have unprocessed emotional responses. Those reactions of terror and trauma are no different than living through a horrible assault, childhood abuse, or a terrible car accident. It can be nearly impossible to find help. The very instance of seeing a ghost or Encountering a cryptid could be clinically described as seeing or hearing things that aren't there. You could be considered psychotic, or at best, you're just not taken seriously. Out of a growing mountain of research, the National Institute for Integrative Healthcare showed that 8 out of 10 veterans who completed just 6 one-hour EFT sessions no longer tested positive for PTSD. If you've had paranormal trauma, you can contact Metaphorical Archaeology by calling 214-995-3754. Again, that's 214-995. 3754 for a discreet consultation. Musicians experience a lot of frustration with music marketing and promotion. They have no idea how to get their music heard. And they're spending hours sending emails, making phone calls, and hitting up their friends to promote them. With our industry-powered digital marketing platform, we can set up your media plan in minutes. Our team will automatically distribute your music across all the best channels, so you can focus on actually making the music. Submit your music today on our website at mymusicpromoter.com. That's mymusicpromoter.com. Hey, this is Anthony Tyler, host of Black Hoodie Alchemy, and you are listening to The Fringe FM. Thousands of people are having paranormal experiences with ghosts, demons, shadow people, dogmen, Bigfoot, and more. Their stories need to be told, and they are being told. Dark Waters, the renowned storyteller, invites you to join at imdarkwaters.com. For just a few dollars a month, you can listen to some of the most hair-raising and compelling stories on the planet. You'll have access to real-life stories told by Dark Waters, thousands of hours of content. Their encounters are being told and told by the best at imdarkwaters.com. Listen to stories like The Rabbit Man, The Dogman Encounter in Silas, Alabama, The Man with No Face, The Other Woman, A Day Ahead of the Devil, Dogman Murder in Hurricane Ida, even a story of someone trying to kill a dogman. Louisiana Water Demon Stories. Sign up today and become a member at imdarkwaters.com. That's imdarkwaters.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back live on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This is the Jess Rogie Show. Tonight we are talking, talking, talking about horror movies, 80s horror in particular. We got Miranda Young, Ghost Spiker joining us. Hey. Welcome back. Let me turn this all the way down there. Yeah. We've gotten so many great comments too in the chat. So many great movies. People are talking about Silver Bullet with Gary Busey, Nightbreed, The Thing again. Yep, the thing. The thing, I think the thing is a lot of people's favorites. Yeah. Freddy, 
Freddie. So I have an interesting story here, Miranda, and then I will tell, and then I'll get into more of my list because I want to make sure I get to this listener's story here. So what's interesting is this is the only one that I got like this. Everybody else had like some sort of nostalgic story, right? That goes with the horror movie, like me and you, right? And no, this guy says when he was about three years old, he was sleeping and he woke up and he, he lives, er, he was sleeping and he's on the second floor of his house, right? I have to paraphrase because it's actually a really long story, but um, basically it was nighttime and he heard scratching on the wall and uh, from the light, from the, um, the street light, he could see there was something outside his window. And what it was, and he said there couldn't be anything. He thought it maybe was a pigeon or a bird on the side of the house. And he Mm -hmm. said he heard it make its way to his window. He said he almost went to tell his parents, but it was late at night. And then the scratching stopped. He put his ear to 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 the wall to listen to it. And once he pulled away, it started to move and scratch again. He thought it might be a mouse, right? But no, it wasn't Mm -hmm. a mouse. So we got to the window. And he sees this like silhouette of a shadow of a spiky ball. Now, he says now as an adult, he realizes, he says the thing it looks like is a sea urchin about the size of a basketball. And he said it used its spikes like little feet to move across the window ledge. Wow. Right? And so... When it got to the middle of the window, then he got freaking scared. And he said when it started rotating, the sound of the scratch against the glasses sound, sounded like razor blades scraping and squealing. So he pulls up the blind, and he, when he looks over, it's it's gone. And he's like, where the hell is it? Huh. Yeah. But the thing is, but here's the thing that gets him. Here's the Here's the part of the story. So when he, he hears, he opens the door, he doesn't hear anything, no breeze, no sounds, nothing, complete silence. So he felt like it was super empty. Mm-hmm. He said, about five years later, he was watching TV and he saw this movie called Critters. He said, oh. the Critters was, it reminded me exactly of the object that I saw outside my bedroom window. It wasn't exactly the same, but he said it very much brought back the same feelings. That is the only story I got where somebody had an experience similar to a movie. But before the movie came out, right? Yes. Yes. So he couldn't have had a nightmare of it because he saw it when he was younger. He didn't see it till it came out later. Okay. That's wild. Isn't that wild? That's why I really wanted to share that one. That story comes from listener. Hold on here real quick. Uh, David Chase. Thank you, David, so much for sharing your story. Yeah, that's really cool. Wow. Right. Right. It's so amazing. That was the most like I was like, whoa, when I got that one. So I'm looking at my list. A lot of them have been talked about like killer clowns. And there was there were some, too, that I was like, well, does this really fit? Because Beetlejuice is one of my kind of favorite comedy horror kind of thing. I mean, because it has ghosts. There's kind of scary things in it, too. It's not like uber scary. It's just kind of fun. Well, it's kind of like, you know, uh, I mean, that's kind of how I think of, you know, Lost Boys in that same kind of category. That would technically be, yeah, Beetlejuice, Gremlins, you know. Gremlins, yes. Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters fits in that. Mm -hmm. 
there was this kind of, I, I think, I don't know, because I was thinking about 70s movies. So it's, I guess I kind of tried to think, I was like, what would I kind of classify these? These are like young, I guess, more family friendly horror, I guess, would would kind of be what these are. Or like, yeah, movies or movies you could watch as a young person with your family and they're not that scary and they don't have like a lot of gore in them or blood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Beetlejuice. Um, also, I had the thing, Killer Clowns on there, which we've talked about. Evil Dead 2. And I had this yes. little sound here I didn't get to use. Here, hold on. Oh, wait, no, it didn't work. Groovy. Let me do it again. Groovy. So I have my, my, um, my Bruce Campbell story. I was at a convent, comic book convention called Comic-Con that they do here in San Diego, right? And mm-hmm. he was there doing a signing. And I happened to be interning at the time, so I could get in front of the line, right? And they're like, Jess, come meet Bruce Campbell. And I, was like, and I said, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> they're like, but you love Bruce Campbell. I said, I don't want to meet him. And so I just, I kind of, I hid. And they're like, they're like, we're going to get him to sign a comic book for you. I said, okay. But I was, it was like, I was given the opportunity to at least come up to him and say hi. And I was like so scared that I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can, I can totally understand that reaction. I mean, I would have probably if, ha- if given the opportunity, cause I, I just, I adore him and uh, yeah. I would probably be the same way. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just it makes me laugh that I said no <laughs> and, uh, and he was did nice you regret it? I kind of do I was like should I at least shook his hand and said hello but no I wussed out a hundred percent and like I went and hid you know I, was like, I don't want to talk to Bruce Campbell <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we can <laughs> I'm embarrassed I shared that story with you guys uh. <laughs> now all of a sudden bruce you know if anyone knows bruce campbell get him to call into oh the show oh that number is 949 <laughs> 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 hold on bruce campbell just in case <laughs> what if bruce campbell called right now we're gonna say 949-427-0771 in case bruce campbell wants to call chris jones says bubba hotep which isn't in the 80s but it goes with this bruce campbell line he plays, uh, have you seen that movie, uh, Miranda? It's in probably 90s or early 2000s, I think. I don't think I have, actually. Let's see. I'm going to look that up. So before, while you're looking it up, I'll tell the story of Bubba Hotep. So Bubba Hotep came out and there was a screening nearby. So I was like, I want to see Bruce Campbell because Bruce Campbell was there, right? This is before <laughs> the internship, right? And uh, so I got to see Bubba Hotep uh, in a screening with him there, and it's really fun because he's like in a nursing home with another uh, old, with other old people, and I think there's a I can't is it a mummy mummy attack? I gotta look it up now. It's been so long, but he plays Elvis, and there's another <laughs> gentleman there, like a dead Elvis, no, like an old no, he's just an old man Elvis. Okay, okay. He's just an old man, Elvis, in a in a nursing home, and then the other there's a man that's his friend who claims to be John F. Kennedy. 
Wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items, like <gasps> Dave Single with a ten-piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave Single, Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade. If you're into that, chicken Sam, crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's, Dave's nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price and participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's. On the card only, single item at regular price. This week at Macy's, find your new favorite jeans with 40% off Levi's looks for him and her just in time for spring. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 15% off handbags and wallets already 40 to 50% off. And take an extra 10% off great furniture and mattress deals, too. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. And he said, but he's an African-American man, and he says that he was patched up after the assassination, died black, and, and abandoned, which probably doesn't fly today. This movie is from 2002, guys. But this is a comedy <laughs> horror. <laughs> I have to look this up. Wow. Okay. That screening. I was. Were you there, Apollo Eleven? Because I, I have a store. I, I, I didn't. Maybe we were both at that screening. But that is. So, but it's a great movie. I'm going to move us back to the '80s. Let's get back to the '80s. We only have like a few more. Maybe about ten minutes to get through some '80s stuff. Is there anything that we haven't hit? We've talked about a lot of these movies here. We did all the children. Oh, can I just say here? This is one of mine. You were there? No, I think I went to. Was it in LA? It might have been in the one they did in Orange County. Because if you were there, if you were at the same one as me, he dropped his wallet and somebody in the audience found it. And they were reading, he's like, they don't have my wallet. And the dude's like, is this your address? And then Bruce Campbell like quickly ran up and grabbed his wallet because he did drop it. So if you were at the same screening as me, you'll remember that story. Let's see if Apollo 11 remembers. So Day of the Dead, 1985. I also love Day of the Dead. Um, It's a George A. Romero, which is another one of my horror favorites. George A. Romero, for those who don't know, is like the godfather of zombie movies. Um, he created Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, um, Land of the Dead, Diary of the Dead, Island of the Dead. I think that's it. I didn't realize <clears throat> until until you mentioned that. I didn't realize that was an 80s movie. 85? But yeah, it totally is, yeah. It's yeah. so freaking great. Last week I talked about Dawn of the Dead because I love uh, George A. Romero. But there's just something about the charm. There's nothing about the charm of these older zombie movies. These new zombie movies uh. suck. They aren't like these These ones. They were like, they were just so <sighs> visceral and real feeling. More real feeling even though it looked cheesier. But like it felt more real. There's no CG. You know what I mean? It was just... Mm-hmm whatever they could do and in this one what's interesting and in the romero like dead series this is the first zombie in the film um 
Oh, I guess I have to tell. It's it, they're in a bunker. The zombies have already taken over. There's like military, and then there's like regular people in the bunker. But there's, you know, there's they're able to survive there, and they have some zombies kept in there, and they're starting to do medical experiments on them, and one of them actually can start to speak. So that's the first Romero zombie that starts to become intelligent. Okay. Yeah. So, but obviously. The zombies get in, or else the movie wouldn't. Uh... <laughs> but it's one well. These my... all had. I mean, these all had such longevity too. I mean, because what didn't 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 his uh, all all the dead? You know, I guess franchise or whatever that you you mentioned didn't that kind of span from the seventies all the way up? What was it into the early two thousands or was it just nineties? Because he did Land of the Dead, which I watched not too long ago, because I do Romero rewatches. Land of the Dead was like his big studio one, right? And mm -hmm. that one was in 2005. And then I believe, when was Island of the Dead? Island of the Dead uh, was 2000. Wait, is not that not when his... There was... Because there was one where they go to an island, and then there was a Diary of the Dead, which I'm not sure... Yeah, because Dawn of the Dead was the late 70s. So, yes. I mean, uh, yeah, so Land of, Land of the Dead was 2005. Yes, so I think the last one is Diary of the Dead, which is 2007, which is his found footage one. Yeah, so, I mean, so for, for these movies, I mean, to, I mean, to, to, to go from span all these decades from the the late 70s all the way up into the 2000s you know it's amazing. I mean, mm -hmm. it's amazing and the thing is too i was thinking about it earlier too a lot of these movies that originated in the 80s like freddy or nightmare on elm street even even hellraiser like they're still making they just released a hellraiser yesterday on um on freaking Hulu, there's a brand new fucking. I mean, excuse me, Hellraiser. I didn't real. I didn't realize that. Yeah, they're. I mean, Killer Clowns is having a resurgence. They just did a Nightmare on Elm Street. You know, they continuously do, and I think even freaking Carpenter. I heard. I mean, I might be wrong, but I think he's thinking about doing another Halloween. We don't know. You know what I mean? I it's, think so. Yeah. It's it's like these things have. It's like what other genre. Can you reboot or redo so many times? Like I remember Freddy versus Jason. You know what I mean? Yes. I remember like I this that's before Marvel guys. Before they did this, that was the crossover. I'm you know Jason in space. These were these were the in universe movies with these characters that keep you know the continuity between the stories. Mm hmm. See guys, history. I mean, right? yeah. What other genre not only gets rebooted but the reboots get rebooted the reboots do get rebooted uh-huh it's like i mean they read they did they did a thing i mean they redid the thing not too long mm -hmm. and then yeah and then nice hey night stalker welcome to the chat he says didn't jamie lee curtis just do her last peacock or halloween for peacock this month yes i've been seeing her promote the crap out of that mm -hmm. yeah an interview with the vampires back everything is back you can always redo it oh yeah he's also shoot nice talk he says adam's family's coming back next month monsters just came back 
That's right. Everything. It's 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 something about this genre that you can't really do anywhere else. Right. That's what's amazing about it. I love it so much. But unless done right, they're just not as good as the original. They are not. They're not. Like, I never tried the new, or I never tried to watch the new Nightmare on Elm Street. I just, you know, I just didn't want to. I was like, no. 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 I, I've not <laughs> seen it. Um, I don't know. There's just, there's just something about it that, um, I mean, I mean, like, like take for instance, it, I mean, I, I enjoyed the, the new version, but it wasn't anything like wasn't, the old. It wasn't like the eighties. It was not uh-uh. like the eighties at all. It okay. was, I mean, the CG was just so over the top. I watched, okay. I, I tried, I watched about 15 minutes of it and it, it didn't catch me. It didn't catch me at all. I was like, meh. I'm just going to give that one up now. I, I, I missed one more listener story. And also, we got to get out of here in just a minute. So I'm going to tell, ask. Okay, let me read this one real quick. So, friend of the show, Brett Luter says, his absolute favorite 80s horror was Halloween 2. He said, I was in the 8th grade. A buddy and I went. He took his little sister, who was 6 years younger than us. She watched more of it than I did. <laughs> so, Miranda, I want to thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. And, and you know, having some movie talk is always fun. Yeah, thank you so much for, for uh, having me on. When I saw last week you were doing uh, the, the older horror movies and, you know, we were kind of talking there about the 80s. Um, and you mentioned coming on, I, I had to jump at that. I mean, cause yeah. you know, it's, there's nothing better. And I know for me, I mean, I, there's no way I could narrow it down to the top five because then you start looking at what's your favorite. But then I was also like, well, what's the scariest, you know, what's, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's- there's, there's so many classifications when it comes to these horror movies for myself of what list I put them into. You know, it's 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 a tough call, but such a great conversation. Oh, I know. It's so much fun. I know I had a hard time because I was like, how do I break this down? Because last week I thought I thought I was going to be able to go through like several decades. I was wrong. I was (laughs) wrong. So I was like, because your listeners have like such I mean, such great comments and such great. Yeah. And uh it just keeps the conversation going. And then this week, you know, I want to thank Alex XM2 from Live Talk, live here on the Fringe FM, which airs every Tuesday night at 6 p.m. Pacific for joining us tonight. Because like you, when he heard this 80s, he was like, Jess, and he sent me all his videos. He's like, <laughs> all his collection. He's like, you got to. Yes. He's like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I saved a VCR and I, I found a new, well, not a new one, but got one at a garage sale just because of all the VHS tapes that I have. And yeah. I don't want to convert them to DVD. I mean, yeah, it'd be easier, but there's nothing beats putting that old VHS cassette in there whenever you're going to watch a, an old horror movie. I have one. My neighbor was giving things away, right? And she's like, oh, come over and look, Jess. And she just had this one VHS, right? And I was like, <laughs> oh, what is this VHS? So I picked it up and it was Amityville Horror. And I was like, I need to take this home. And so like sometimes I hold it. I'm like, wow, it's the only tape I have. 
Oh, and what a good only tape to have. I know I took it out of the cover today and I was like, oh, it feel I haven't held a tape and I don't remember how long. So I was like just holding it. I was like, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Miranda, where can everybody find you? And then also mention your new season. Yeah, yeah. So people can find me. You can catch up on the past four seasons on ghostbikerexplorations.com, Ghostbiker Explorations Facebook page, or the Ghostbiker Explorations YouTube channel. Or you can catch us every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time uh, where we're releasing a new episode of season five throughout the month of October. And then we'll be following up on Thursday nights with uh, behind the screams live where we go in and we dissect the location, the techniques we used, and then also uh, what happened in the episode. So yeah, come and come and check it out. Awesome. Yeah, guys, you better check it out. Cause we're going to, after the season, we get through some of the season, uh, Miranda is going to come back and break down some of the episodes and share some stories uh, that uh, and experiences from things that happened during those episodes. So check it out. Um, I want to give a big thank you to Miranda so much for hanging out tonight. It's a lot of fun. I also want to thank Alex Exum for hanging out tonight. And I want to thank everybody in the chat over in discord. We got Brian V and he's just posted some horribly scary looking thing in the discord of a little creepy thing coming out of a basket. I don't know what movie that is. It's maybe basket case, but I don't like that picture at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> Booma says, uh, thank you, Booma, for hanging out. And he says, I don't know if Booma's a boy or a girl, actually. <laughs> Booma um, says, Tales from the Crypt, but that's yeah. 1989. So we didn't get to that. So maybe we're, maybe next week, some Tales from the Crypt. We missed, nobody mentioned Tales from the Crypt. I think it was too at the end of the decade. Darn it. Probably so. Yeah. It yeah, right? kind of flow from early to maybe 88 was the last. I think so, yeah. right? I think 88 was kind of the last movie we brought up. I want to thank Jen Hawkins, Sylvan, for joining us tonight. Brian Whitaker. I know Brian. Brian loves movies. We've talked movies before. Joshua420, thank you for hanging out. Chris Jones says, I have a VHS around just in case. No, that's awesome. We got Night Stalker. Night Stalker says, uh, this werewolf by night premiered last night on Disney. It's pretty good actually. And I, and it looks good cause it's kind of shot in that old black, black and white horror kind of like campy look. So it looks interesting. Uh, Jen Hawkins. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, I think we got everybody Apollo 11. Thank you so much for hanging out. It's so funny. We were, but we both saw Bubba Hotep when, uh, when uh, Bruce Campbell was here. I want to thank everybody so much for joining us tonight. I'm sorry if I missed you guys in the chat. Thank you to Brian V. And thank you to Brian V for posting that horrible thing. Boomer says, I'm a dude. I, I just didn't know. No, it's hard. How do I know? I don't know what. I can't. Sometimes people just have names and then they have icons and I have no idea. <laughs> just trying to be safe, Boomer. But thank you guys so much for hanging out tonight. Great time. We're going to get out of here and, uh, We'll see you on Monday, guys, so stay tuned. We'll be posting the show for Monday. Until next time, this has been the Jess Rogie Show on the Fringe FM. KTLK Digital Broadcasting. I love you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out. Let me play a thank little bit. Thank you all so much. Yeah, thank you so much. And then let me play this. Uh, what do we got? We don't have much of a minute, so I'm going to play a little bit of this on the way out. Guys, thank you guys so much for hanging out. <laughs>